0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnia Saleh
1: and Hani Balkis. Yes, this is Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world. And today's a special day for Future Talk, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. because this is the 500th episode of Future Talk.
0: Halfway mark to a million, quite literally. Yeah. Oh, to a thousand, <laughs> to a thousand. <laughs> quite literally.
1: <laughs> You're very excited. I'm very Hopefully excited. W- we can be alive for one million episodes here. Oh,
0: that would be amazing. Can you imagine a
1: million <laughs> episodes?
0: <laughs> I don't know how old we'd be by then. <laughs>
1: Probably like a million years old, Omnia. But uh, it's the 500th episode right here on Future Talk, and we're very excited. We had a little bit of uh, cupcakes, Omnia and I. Omnia brought us cupcakes Uh, to celebrate.
0: Social distance cupcakes. Social distance
1: cupcakes. We all had our masks, but we ate the cupcakes under our masks. (laughs) Yes, and left. But today on Future Talk, for our 500th episode, we're going to have a look back over past Future Talk episodes and mentioning that it is one of the best in the world.
0: Yes, indeed. Coming up on Future Talk as well, we're bringing you innovation right from the heart of Sharjah because Sharjah Research, Technology and Innovation Park has opened the largest 3D printing exhibition in the region. So people can actually head there and get a, get a feel of what 3D printing actually is. And we're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments.
1: And we're also going to be talking about the UAE's Hope Probe and the journey to Mars is nearly halfway there. Maybe that's why, Omnia, you're thinking about a million. A million. (laughs) Because we'll see, maybe it hit a million kilometers. Who Who knows? knows? But we're also going to be talking about Google and how they're bringing web stories to carousel their discovery page.
0: Yes, indeed. But around the world, tech is also coming in handy by saving people who choose to surf the oceans because an Australian surfer was saved by a drone. A drone actually alerted him that a shark was nearby. And we're going to be giving you the full story in just a few moments. By
1: the way, Omnia, I have a fear of Australia.
0: No way. Austra- because I'll t- of I'll t- the sharks? T- not
1: sharks, because of anything. there. Their animals, their wildlife crazy. When we, is crazy. When we do talk about that, I'll give you a couple of stories. But we're also going to, going to be talking about Google as well, as they have launched a new feature for Android. For the, uh, the depth and we're going to tell you all about what's going to be happening with that.
0: Lots and lots is going to be coming up right here on Future Talk. It is a very special episode, so make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news is happening right here in Sharjah, the hub of innovation, because Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park are opening the largest 3D printing exhibition in the region. For all those who love 3D printing, love to look at 3D printing uh, devices, 3D printing construction sites this is the place for you because it is right here in the heart of Sharjah. It's accessible to everyone and you can also practice social distancing while you enjoy all of the 3D printing technologies. Now, it has actually happened or opened Yesterday, But it's going to be running through up until December 11th. So you have a good few months to be able to check it out at the Charger Research, Technology and Innovation Park headquarters.
1: Yes, indeed. And there's also a webinar series which will feature the Middle East's 3d industry leaders talking about accelerating innovation in 3d technologies now we are seeing obviously that this is the biggest 3d uh, printing exhibition in Mm. the middle east and it did open on october 11th and just like omnia said it's going to run daily until december 11th so you have a good two two months. months to go and see if you're into 3d printing now i personally believe and a lot of people personally believe that 3d printing is the future of manufacturing because it's quick, it's easy and its I do believe the cost is cheaper in a way.
0: Very cost effective actually and the application of 3D printing technology is definitely expected to change the production process in different sectors right here in the UAE from the healthcare industry and we've actually seen 3D printing basically become a lifesaver whenever there was a huge shortage in face masks and it has the potential to basically revolutionize the way we do everything. Now most Most of the 3D printed models that are going to be displayed at the Sharjah Research Technology Innovation Park will be in the outside area. So it's going to be in open air, no risk of COVID-19, and the weather is getting so much better, especially at night. So it's definitely the perfect getaway to be able to, you know, enjoy technology, look at all these 3D printing uh, constructions, Mm -hmm. and also... They're definitely going to be uh, viewing many creations that have been done by students and graduate students uh, right here in Sharjah.
1: And only speaking about the weather and how it's getting cooler, I yeah. think t- today the weather was awesome.
0: I love. I woke today. up today and
1: I, and I and I felt the cool breeze. It was a cool breeze, a little bit sunny, yes, cool mm-hmm. breeze. And I did like it. So imagine at night how cool it's going to be. Now running parallel with the 3D exhibition. There is going to be an open innovation lab, which also is going to organize a series of virtual webinars involving leaders of the 3D printing industry in the Middle East region. Now, it's going to be an eight week virtual workshop mm. open to the public. So me, Omnia, anyone. anyone can go and see. And if you want to learn the basics of 3D printing and able to be able to print your own ideas at the end of the exhibition so basically you're going to have a crash course on 3d printing
0: i love this because it is completely virtual so even if you don't want to leave your home you can still learn all the basics of 3d printing from the comfort of your own home the best part about it is learning 3D printing is going to be a very practical skill that you can implement to nearly everything. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the exhibition, there will be a few days where you can go ahead, get access to a 3D printer, and be able to create your very own inventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the best part about it is this uh, lab and this hub at the Charger Research Technology and Innovation Park has been inviting a lot of businesses, a lot of companies to come ahead and uh, basically participate at this uh, event as well.
1: Yes, I mean, now the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park, they're our best friends right here at the Pulse 95 (laughs) Studios and Future Shop. We do love everything that comes out of them. And we're seeing so much innovation. And as someone who lives in Sharjah and grew up in Sharjah, I'm so proud to see the achievements that we are achieving.
0: It is a global destination for technology. And the best part about it is it has also given the chance to many students to basically have a place to get their inventions and bring them to life
1: i love that you mentioned students Sonia because it is near the university city true so you have the university of sharjah the american university of sharjah uh the higher colleges of technology I basically it is at the prime location and i'm excited to see what sharjah research technology and innovation park does have next but if you are interested you do need to go and check that out as they do have a webinar and you can physically be there mm-hmm. but the uae isn't done with their achievements ladies and gentlemen yes. because we're going to be talking about also the UAE's Hope Probe and their journey to Mars and how it's nearing the halfway mark.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, the UAE Hope Probe is uh, almost at the halfway mark mm-hmm. to the red planet. It started its journey back in July and it launched from Japan's Tanagashima Island. It has traveled more than 215 million kilometers out of the total 495 uh, kilometer dis- oh. million kilometer distance. And Emirati engineers are now gearing up to make the third course correction maneuver next month as the halfway point of the journey nears. Now we did talk about on the show a very easy and simple website that actually allows you to see exactly where the Hope Probe is and it's available on the Emirates Mars Mission website.
1: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with live tracking, you know when you order online food and you can see your (laughs) delivery driver leave the restaurant and on the way to your house or workplace or whatever, well you can see the same thing. Leaving Mother Earth, leaving (laughs) right here uh, in the uae and going all the way to mars now the uae Hope probe is 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 something that i i i'm so excited for because i want to see what we can benefit because we do know the whole probe is going to mars to learn about the planet but as well give us information about earth because mars and earth are, are very similar in a way.
0: Absolutely, and this is exactly why the UAE has had its eye on Mars because they believe, and many researchers actually and scientists believe that Mars could become a habitable place for human beings. Mm-hmm. But once the Hope probe arrives to The Red Planet, the weather satellite, will be staying in orbit for about two years to study the upper and lower atmosphere of Mars. And it will be sending back about one terabyte of data. The best part about that is that data is open source. Any student, any researcher... Almost anyone around the world can have access to all this information, this golden information Mm -hmm. that took about two years worth of collection.
1: Now, Omni, I want to tell you a fun fact. Now, the most challenging part of the mission actually is the Mars orbit insertion. Mm -hmm. So getting into Mars orbit is the most challenging part, not leaving, not the the journey there. And did you know that more than 50% of Mars missions do fail? And only the only country that has managed to enter the planet's orbit in this first attempt is India. Wow! So India was the first country in the first attempt. There was there's a couple attempts. Now the first attempt was India, and inshallah we're gonna do at one. Do it one go. We're gonna enter their orbit. And everything is going to be easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy.
0: Yes, indeed. We are definitely going to keep you updated with the Hope Probes. Yes. Mission and journey. But coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots and lots in store for you today because we're going to be talking about Google bringing web stories mm. to its Discover page. Is it getting a little jealous from Instagram and Snapchat? I think so.
1: But with all that UAE news, Omnia, do you know what they remind me of, Omnia?
0: What do they remind you of?
1: Superheroes.
0: <laughs> Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around.
1: What's worth a click and download. Pulse 95. What's worth a click and download. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Google and how they're bringing a Web Stories carousel to its discovery page. Now, Omnia has a assumption.
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> that,
1: Insta, that Google is jealous of an Instagram.
0: Yes, and Snapchat.
1: Yes, and Snapchat. Now, the Stories Carousel will actually help you find some of the best visual content from around the web. Now, Google is adding a visual element to the Discovery page with a feature called Web Stories, which does function very similar, similarly to Instagram Stories and Snapchat. Now, mm-hmm. Omnia, mm. we've seen this try to be implemented with YouTube. Yes. Did you, on your opinion, your your mm. your non-biased opinion, mm. do you think that it it it's it, it strived or didn't? No. Okay. Now my <laughs> I opinion. Mean,
0: I mean, I honestly sometimes forget that there is even YouTube stories. That's how much. You you want me to remind anyone. you
1: about something else, Omnium? What? What's up stories? Yes. Those uh, for me, what's up story was a complete failure.
0: It was, except for the older generation. <laughs>
1: the older generation they do like they to are use using it, it, but it. I, I personally believe that it was a failure. Yeah. And uh, for Google. I mean, Google does own YouTube. Yes. That's number one, and I do feel that the YouTube Stories feature, it, um, it failed in a way. Now, now mm. obviously it was yeah. it, it was catering to more of the creators, further audiences. Now, I just felt maybe the placement of of, of the stories was a little bit off. I, mm. I'll ask the viewers. So four two one five Dorsal, let us know, ladies and gentlemen, if you think the YouTube uh, Stories feature. Failed or not. But since,
0: since you did say, viewers, let's remind you all that yeah. we are also live on YouTube. Live
1: on YouTube. Yes, indeed. Now, at Pulse95 Radio on YouTube, yes. that is. <laughs> now, I, I, want, I want to see right now what Google has in, in store because, yeah. obviously, Google does it on YouTube and they know the analytics. They have, they have the statistics. But the Stories Carousel, which is now available, by the way, in the U.S., India, and Brazil, at the top of Discover does help you find some of the best visual content from around the web. Now, in the future, Google does say the company does intend to expand its web stories to more countries and more Google products.
0: Now, browsing browsing stories is pretty simple. You know, whenever we open Instagram or even Snapchat, browsing a certain story can help you find some of the best content, the best places to go. Uh, this is actually a big selling point for many Instagram influencers that do you know, collaborate with different companies, with different restaurants to be able to market those products for Mm -hmm. them. So it's going to be very simple to what we see on Instagram. Whenever you tap on a story on the shelf, you will enter an experience that is full screen and completely immersive. So these stories can be created by anyone and everyone, whether you are an individual creator, whether you are a publisher. More than 2,000 websites have actually already published stories that have been indexed by Google. So to browse these stories, all you have to do is open the Discover page on your Google app. And at the very top, you will see a carousel of stories. You can click on them to view any of them, and you'll basically be getting a little bit of a snapshot of whatever mm. a website wants to showcase. So, mm. let's say if you're on a food recipe website, you'll you mostly, or you're looking up certain food recipes, you might find, uh, you know, the most clicked
1: recipe for recipes. the day, for example. Yeah, or
0: recipes of the day.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, now, Omnia, I, I I solely believe that when a company is is not created for the purpose of social networking mm. it should should it shouldn't get into it now mm. uh, i think it was called google plus yes what was google plus mm. was it was their social network that they created
0: i'm not sure i,
1: I believe it was mm. google plus i'll check it out in a bit now google but it failed I, even
0: linkedin linkedin tried to have stories so
1: so i i feel like uh that and, and uh, Google is a search engine. Now, they do, they do a lot of good things. But I personally believe that they shouldn't get into that type of thing. If they want to create it as a social media platform, mm. I, don't, um, I don't support it. And yes, it was Google Plus Omnia. Mm. And uh, G- Google in general has tried many times to, to create a social network. To compete to with com- the to other compete. networks. Now, Google's a big dog. It, it is. is a, it's a big fish in a big sea. But I, I actually believe that Google should stick to what it's doing and not jump into that social media uh, platform. And I say I say the same thing when it comes to Facebook and how they try to get in the e-commerce industry. Mm. I say the same thing when it comes to YouTube. I feel that Every company should stick to what they're good at because we've seen Microsoft try to jump on the video streaming platform, which was called, I believe it was called, uh, uh, I I forgot the video streaming platform, Mm. but it failed. It it, it closed down this year and they paid millions of dollars to creators and it failed. So I personally believe that...
0: Let us know what you think. You know, Hany and I are both on the edge with this. I don't feel like I agree with you. I don't feel like it's going to be bringing much benefit. But who knows? Let us know. Would you use Google Stories if Google Stories becomes a thing? Keep Pulse95 locked because coming up, we have lots and lots to share with you about what is happening in the tech world. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this
1: out. Check
0: this out. Pulse 95. Drones can do spectacular things, but one thing that drones have been doing recently is save lives because in Australia, a lot of drones are currently being used to alert surfers of what might be happening in the surroundings, you know, what might be happening in the ocean, especially if they are diving deep and they have no idea what animals could be around them because that has definitely been the case earlier this week or could we say during the weekend because in australia a surfer was actually alerted by a drone that he was swimming nearby a shark
1: yes i mean now we actually have seen the use of drones skyrocket Mm -hmm. this year because of the coronavirus covid19 pandemic we've seen them first start off in china warning people to stay home social distance we've seen them right here in sharjah as well uh, to, some of them were using them, were being used to disinfect the roads. Mm-hmm. Some of them were there for security reasons and to survey, uh, to, to have surveillance of people who are not abiding with the curfew rules. True,
0: and we've even seen them in third world, third world countries where they were actually transporting yes. medical aids, and uh, medical devices mm-hmm. all the way to people who may not have access to them.
1: But now we're mm-hmm. seeing drones being used to check out if there's a shark in the <laughs> water because. This surfer had no idea that a shark was chasing him or trailing after him. Now, this professional surfer, who goes by the name of Matt Wilkson, was paddling on his board near Sharps Beach in Australia, and unknown to him, a shark quickly surfaced and began stalking the surfing world champion at one point only inches away. But only Omnia, no one saw the shark. No,
0: he Ex- just heard a splash of noise and he didn't think much of it.
1: But one person did see the shark, yes. which was drone operator Bo Monks, who was using a drone to surveil the waters. And when he saw the animal, which was the shark, he did appear to be more than six feet long. So There's it six big feet shark. long <laughs> shark, it's a huge shark. And he did broadcast a warning to people in the water and caught the encounter on video. Now, I personally have seen the video Omnia, I've I have seen the video. I saw it too. It is crazy. Now, I just I just want to put things into perspective mm-hmm. how how drones are being used nowadays now some people a lot of people use them in the beginning when we were seeing the surface of drones I think towards 2015-2016 they're being used for photography reasons a lot of uh, did you know Omnia fun fact Mm. did you know that a lot of movie companies a lot of production companies stopped using helicopters to take videos and they now use
0: drones especially it's cheaper too and even here right here in the heart of Sharjah Pulse95 Radio our very own filmmaker Gabby Ma'louli actually uses drones to take different footage that we see on our YouTube channel Pulse95 Radio but this shark that he that the surfer was alerted with that literally came out of nowhere. And if it weren't for the speaker on the drone, this surfer may have never lived to see another day. But within 10 seconds, The drone alerted him, and five seconds later, he was able to Mm. get away, move away from the shark, and he was in safety. So the drone operator actually told Wilkinson to return back to the beach. And the surfer didn't realize what a close call it was until he reached the sand. And I honestly feel like that was a blessing, because had he known Mm. how close he was to the shark, he might have panicked a bit and not... It swam as fast.
1: Now, now, Omnia, the drone operator also did say that it is possible that the noise from the drone did scare the shark away. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I've never been to Australia, and I mm. don't plan on going to <laughs> Australia because uh, well, they're
0: known for their wildlife. They're
1: known for their wildlife, and whenever you hear you hear the word Australia, you know what you think about Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Yes. You think about him. And I i grew up watching Steve Irvin. me too. I, I, and I, I was obsessed. Me and my cousin Ali, we were obsessed.
0: I used to love watching his episodes. We,
1: uh, back in the States, Omnia, we, I lived in Florida. And mm. there was a lot of lizards. Yeah. Li- lizards in, 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 in my backyard. Would
0: you compare them to what? I,
1: w- me and my cousin, we would go. We were like eight, nine years old. We would go and catch these lizards. as Because we were so influenced by the crocodile hunter. My Lord. And I don't know how I had the heart back when I was a child. Mm. I used to go find snakes. And if, if you see my legs, Omnia, they're all, they have marks all over them You know why? They have like bruises mm. Until this day you have, you have like scars Why? Why? Because I used to climb trees Omnium. Oh god Looking and I, for those I, lizards? Looking for lizards Looking for any wildlife Because I was so obsessed Even on my birthday Omnium, mm. There was a cake that said Honey the Crocodile Hunter
0: My god So
1: so so. but I personally I don't and know And you I don't want
0: to go to Australia? I don't know
1: I don't know where the fear the, I think because I'm older up. now I'm <laughs> <laughs> older now I understand that Hey this is a problem You might, you might yeah. get it It's risky business But now I don't want to be anything because we've I've, I've read a lot of stories online, Omni, mean, about snakes and 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 their wildlife, and that was crazy down under. It is crazy. It is. It's crazy over there. But uh, I mean, if anyone's from Australia, do text in four two one five door slot. Or if anyone has went to Australia, also mm. text in four two one five door slot. Or at Pulse ninety uh, five radio on Instagram. Let us know is Australia as scary as the internet makes it seem. Or is it nice and chilled?
0: I think it's a you know it's whatever you want to see it as because people who love wildlife would actually go to Australia for mm, that reason. Yeah. But there's definitely
1: I, I probably want to go to see a kangaroo. Oh,
0: I, I love kangaroos over there. Yeah, I it, mean, have they... you watched the
1: movie Kangaroo Jack?
0: No, I didn't. Uh, I
1: loved Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> now 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 uh, I think one of the most scariest stories that I've ever read coming out of Australia, Omnia, mm. was a snake coming out of a toilet.
0: Oh, my like, God. Like Where it, do you get these stories from? Online, Omnia. Online, you can find anything you want. All about, I, I you know, I think I'll stick to the pretty part of Australia, all the pretty wildlife. Yeah, I, Let's not go to the scary part. I,
1: I mean, Australia is a beautiful country, but their the, the, the wildlife is scary. Let us know what you guys think. 4215. And again, uh, drones are changing the world, ladies and gentlemen.
0: They're saving lives. And this surfer is one story of many out there of how drones have been coming in handy, whether it was in the ocean or even on land. Let us know. Have you seen a drone, you know, circulating, especially right here in Sharjah during uh, the lockdown period, alerting people to... I've go? seen one.
1: Yeah. I you tra- yeah, you were, were actually
0: living around the area, sending us video footage of yeah, it.
1: I w- live from uh, Hany's apartment. <laughs> now, listen here, man. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we got more in store for you. But I'm going to leave you guys with my favorite song. It's called... Uh-oh, papote. <laughs> You're listening to Pulse95.
0: Pulse95.
1: Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download. Ladies and gentlemen, Google is up to a lot of good things. I was
0: just going to say, Google is doing a lot of things today.
1: Google is doing a lot of things today. And in general, this past couple of weeks, we've seen Google jump on a lot of things. And now Google is launching a new feature for Android for the deaf. Now we're going to tell you all about what it is. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Google added a new feature to the Android system for users to alert them in the event of a dog barking or a fire alarm sounding. So basically, they're going to get a notification on their phone if something is happening. Now, users can be notified of critical sounds. Google labels labels them as critical sounds by pushing notifications or even vibrations on their phone or flashing the camera light. Now, while Google did say that audio notifications are designed for about 466 million people across the world, people in the world who suffer from hearing impairments can also help people Who wear headphones.
0: Now, this new feature honestly is just a great initiative by Google for people of determination because what it does is it's mainly based on machine learning. So it uses your phone's microphone to actually recognize 10 different sounds. So we're talking about children's voices, we're talking about screaming, running water, smoke smoke and fire Mm -hmm. alarms, as well as sirens. So Any knocking on the door, any emergency sounds, you'll be notified on your phone that there is a sound that you need to go ahead and see where it's coming from. And especially for those who suffer from uh, hearing impairments, uh, you know, hearing issues. This is definitely going to be coming handy and honestly saving a lot of lives. Now, using voice notifications, every user can go ahead and choose the voice they want to be alerted to. So you have an option of actually customizing this feature to fit your own needs. So whatever it is that you want to be notified by, Google will be able to do that for you.
1: Yes, Omnia. Now, uh, hearing is very important. Now, mm-hmm. uh, now, now it, it is one of our five senses, but unfortunately, some people do have hearing impairment. So yes. this coming out, now, Google has a great point. A lot of people can hear, but what about the people who cannot hear? So having this feature is, is, is awesome because, for example, now, now Omnia, and I, I think about a month ago yeah uh an apartment in my building caught on fire Mm -hmm. and the fire alarm was going off and 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 there was sounds all over the place now Mm -hmm. let's say for example Mm -hmm. that uh, i had uh, god forbid a a a hearing impairment i I couldn't hear properly i would have never known that a fire alarm was happening true so so this is very important because we always have to think about in life in general i like to think about the best case scenarios and the worst case scenarios but the worst case scenarios first because you always have to prepare yourself of of a rainy day. Now, this is the first time we've seen uh, a company uh, prioritize hearing because mm. hearing is very important. Even Google, uh, even Apple's Apple Watch yes. does it does have a feature where you can kind of uh, check Th- uh, check or 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 check on how high an environment you're in. So if that's going to affect your hearing or not. So let's say if you're in a concert, omnia. Mm. And you have speakers uh, blasting music, the Apple Watch will notify you and say, hey, listen, it's uh, too loud. It's too loud. You're going to hurt your ears.
0: Absolutely. And the best part about it is, Google launching this feature does not mean that your privacy is at risk because Google is insisting that this feature does not send any voice or background noises to its own headquarters. So Mm. whatever noises it hears will basically never, ever leave your device. Now, in addition to Android phones, it's also going to be working on Wear OS Smart from Google, Mm. which will basically mean that it will be vibrating whenever an important noise is detected. So uh, honestly, it's a great initiative for people of determination. And I'm very happy that a big company like Google is taking initiative to address all those tiny issues that we may not, you know, think of because we do take our hearing for granted. But people of determination will definitely appreciate.
1: Now, Omnia, wearables, we're seeing a lot of wearables being used a lot. Now, I have came to the conclusion, Omnia, that Mm -hmm. everyone should have a wearable. Yes. Everyone should have a wearable. And a lot of big companies do feel the same way because wearables are so important. Why? Number one. Uh, you're having notifications on your phone and you're getting al- uh, on your on your on your watch and you're getting uh, alerts on your watch mm. so th- that that cuz some people don't have their phone on them 24/7 yeah. you have your watch on all the time and a wearable in general so having that notification, being put to your smartwatch mm. and, and 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 helping the visually impaired, helping the, the people who have hearing problems is very important. And I love what Google and your, is doing.
0: Your vital signs will always be tracked. So that's another uh, great feature about it. But so you lo- know
1: what's a great feature, Omnia? <laughs> I
0: was just going to say. Are you going to say it? If they're interested, they can go ahead and check out Google to see whenever it's also going to be released on iPhone as well.
1: Yes, indeed. But you know what also is a great feature, what Omnia? What is also a great feature? The halftime show. The only place to be <laughs> at three with Omar Adul. Welcome great to the show. Feature on Pulse95. Yeah. You know, when you say welcome to the show, I feel like I'm your guest. You do all the time. You, are, you are a guest. Well, I'm super but excited you're about per, my guest. You're, you're, you're a guest on the show, but you're a permanent resident in my heart. Oh, oh. look at
0: that. Smooth. Wordplay. <laughs> Smooth.
1: Well, I'm super excited about who's going to be on my show today because it's Ruthless Ryan Kelly, a boxer from the UK who's top ranked. And I can't wait to have him on the show. He's someone I've watched for a while. I've seen him as a coach. I've seen him as a fighter. And now he's here. In the heart of charge on Pulse 95. I kind of scared.
0: It's uh, really
1: yeah, <laughs> especially with that knockout yesterday on up. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of people knock up. Stay tuned right here on Pulse 95. The halftime show. The only place to be at 3 is coming up
0: next. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.